0: Hey, you're listening to the Intentional Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Ange Barnard. Today, we are talking all about intuition, listening to your intuition. So I got to know, I got some questions for you. Number one is, have you ever asked yourself the question, how do I know if my intuition is speaking to me? Like maybe you've been confused about what voice that is, if it's the fear talking, the mind, the intuition, like how do I know it's speaking to me? If you've ever wondered that, listen up because we're going to talk about that cuz I know I've definitely been there and I'm still there to this day. Like I'm always really just trying to listen more and be like is am I intuitively being led here or is this my mind rationalizing you know, whatever. This stuff feels different. And that's what I want you to start noticing more because something so beautiful happens in your life when you listen to that intuition and you you learn how to listen to it. But I think so many of us haven't been trained to listen to our intuition. But if we go back and we do some evaluation like I've been doing in my life, Some of the best things that have happened to us, like we would describe them as the best things in our life, had to do with us listening to our intuition, right? Or we felt like we were led somewhere. Sometimes you hear people say that. So, okay, that's one question is the whole question around how do I know if my intuition is speaking to me? So, we're gonna talk about that. And then the second question I wanna know from you is if you've ever wondered this what would my life be like if i listened to my intuition more like have you ever thought about that that's something i've been thinking about like i said recently it's like what if i did let it just lead instead of always rationalizing things in my mind and letting the chatter you know you know what i'm talking about that mental chatter take over cuz that's a big difference big difference there between the intuition And the mind. So we're gonna talk about like those differences more. Um, I have so many notes, and I'm just thinking in my mind, how do I want to like tackle this topic? I feel like this needs to be a series because we could go so deep into this whole intuition stuff. There was someone I was listening to recently that I want you to hear. I'm gonna just beg this person to come on the podcast because she was talking about how to deal with the mind. Because a lot of us can't listen to our intuition or can't like we don't hear it because there's so much of the mind chatter taking over and we got to learn ways to handle the mind so that the, you can hear the intuition. OK, so she's like talks all about that. It's so good. So we're going to see if she can come on. So that can be a whole different episode. Um, but let's see, where do I want to get started with this? I want to look at, I guess, the definition of intuition, just to make sure we're on the same page of what that means. So I did the Googles, and I looked up the dictionary, and I found what the dictionary says intuition is. And basically, it states that the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So again, what is intuition? It's the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So for me, how I think of intuition, I think about it as like this deeper inner knowing. Like I just know that I need to do something. It may not make sense to the mind or to other people, but I just know that I'm supposed to do this thing. Or you feel like you're being led in a certain direction, you know, that feeling. And sometimes it can be small things in our life it could just be like a thing like you feel like you're walking down the road and there's a store that you walk by and you get this like inner knowing to like go in that store and You're like, okay you know maybe you never planned on going in the store maybe you don't even have that much time in that you know in your day or whatever but you just got this like tug to like shift go to the store And then something happens as a result of you walking in the store. Maybe you meet someone, it leads to another opportunity for you. Who knows what happens as a result of that? Or something's in that store that you've been desiring, you know? So that's like a little example there, but there's so many other bigger things that are happening too in our lives. So, anyways. Mind versus intuition. This is what I want to talk about next. And I got some stories for you too, of course. But let's just talk a little more about the differences there. The mind versus intuition. I've been talking about this to people, my clients. Some have looked at me like I was a deer. <laughs> like they're a deer in headlights. Like what? It, like what are you talking about? Because I'm like, is this your mind talking or is this your intuition talking? And they're like, come again? What's the difference here? So this is the difference the intuition, this is what I've at least noticed and is true for me, is it's very much of like this inner knowing, like like the definition states, without the need for conscious reasoning. It's like, yeah, I just feel led to doing this. I, want it, like, I feel this tug, you know, maybe it doesn't make sense, but it just keeps catching my eye or this inner feeling, you know? Whereas if it's something that the mind is doing and leading you to, there's a lot of rationalizing. And sometimes this sounds like when I'm talking to clients, I will say, what is your heart telling you? Because they'll be like, well, I think I should do this and maybe I should just stay because of this and my 401k and my, the money that it brings to me. And, you know, maybe I should transition out in this way or I should. And there's a lot of shoulding happening there. Usually that's an indication to me that the mind is taking over, right? You're in the head, so much in the head and rationalizing. But you can see that like the heart, you can feel it, that they're not listening to their heart. So sometimes I will ask that question. What is the what is your heart telling you? I see what your mind is telling you, but what is your heart telling you? And it's like, oh, I think I really wanna do this, Ange. They'll say things like that. Or I really wanna do it, and then they'll be like, but the money, but this, and then I can see the mind creep in again. So we always have like this little battle like that's happening here. And it's so interesting. This quote just really hit me hard is um, Robin Sharma has this quote that he states and he says, the mind is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. Terrible master, excellent servant. This is what would be so cool for us is if we could let our intuition be the master and lead and then the, the mind be the servant because the mind is someone else recently I heard him describe it as an excellent business part, partner the mind's an excellent business partner like you want to get stuff done in your life the mind oh it'll show up and try to find all the solutions to all the problems that's what it does But wouldn't it be cool if the intuition was the master and you were like, you know, this is where I want to lead my life. This is the vision, speaking in my words, this is the vision I have for my life. And the mind's like, okay, cool. Let me let me help you figure that out. Oh, this is a problem. You, you don't know how to do this thing yet. Let me help you. And it's all about the like finding solutions. That's what it's trained to do. But if you don't set the vision and you don't think about what's in the heart and you don't get that clarity there for yourself to direct the mind, what happens? The mind takes over and it's looking for all these problems to fix. That's what it does. So if you go back to this quote, The mind is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. Can we switch that role? Can we tap into the intuition first, the heart first, and then let the mind solve the problems that might show up related to that? You know, it's like two different things. It feels so different. So for me, what I've noticed, and this is just what I feel like is true for me, but everybody's intuition and stuff is different. So you got to pay attention to your own stuff. But this is what I've noticed for me is I can tell when it's my mind taking over, like if, if I'm getting an answer to something, like should I do this, should I do that? It's like there's just so much drama about it, so much worry, so much fear when I feel like it's the mind. But if I sit with it and I hear like this, like this inner knowing feeling, there's not a lot of drama and chat around it. It's usually an answer that's very clear, very direct, and it's just like, do this. I'm like, okay. And then my mind will be like, what? You know, that doesn't make sense and whatever. But I still feel this inner knowing that that's what I'm supposed to do. And it doesn't always come out clear for me because I feel like I have not trained myself to listen to it well. But lately, something's been happening in my life, guys. It's, It's just been like, I've been so much more intuitive. Even in my coaching sessions with people, it's like, I can pick up on things that I just used to not pick up on. Like, I just feel like this inner knowing, but tell them this, say this, you know, when we're having a session. And even like pausing to let people have their space to listen to their intuition. And there's so much freedom in that for me, keeping it real, like as a coach, because, you know, people look to you when you're in these roles for the answers. And I don't know what is best for someone's life. I can't possibly know that. But the thing I know is, I know they do. I know that for sure. And there's so much freedom in that for me. It's because I don't need to know all the answers. I don't need to know exactly what you're going to do next. In fact, that would not even be fun, a fun life if you knew everything that was happening next, you know? But if I could hold the space for you to, or ask you questions that could cause you to reduce the chatter and really listen within. I 100% believe all the doors will be open for you. It's about alignment. When we talk a lot about alignment here, this is really what we're talking about. Because when you think about you living life out of alignment, and you like, I can just say that and you can know what that feels like to you. There's all different symptoms that people might have, kind of like difficulty concentrating, low energy, just feeling like, you know, down, whatever. It's like those are examples of living out of alignment. Even physical things that might be happening, um, irritability, depression, anxiety, like those are just low energy stuff, examples of being out of alignment. But what we could also call it is examples of you not listening to your intuition because it's trying to speak to you. And in fact, in some ways that might be what's happening. It's like showing you physically in your body, you're feeling it in your gut, you know, that kind of stuff. It's the intuition. They're just wanting to talk to you. And it's like, listen, listen. But then the mind just chatter, chatter, chatter. And then all the fear, all the things, you know what I mean? So, okay. So difference between the mind and intuition. So the person that I really want to bring on the show, her name is Helena. And she was the one talking about the tools for dealing with the mind. And I don't want you to look at, and you, some people might think of it, the mind as like the ego too. You might start thinking about them being the same thing in the way that I'm speaking about it. So um, Helena, yeah, she talks about the tools for handling the mind. The thing I was, this is the point I was trying to make, is that I'm not saying here that I want you to hate this part of you. Because like we said, like like um, Robin Sharma said, the mind is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. It's an excellent servant. If we intentionally worked with our mind, Man, could we create amazing things in this world? You know? But that comes first with letting the intuition lead. Okay. So, my other point with this was so I took this class this week. I actually opted out of a meeting and I was so like, it just intuitively felt right to me. Like, I was like, I, you know, I feel led to go in this direction and listen to this today. And the rational mind would be like, what? No, you have this meeting schedule. You have to do this, blah, blah. What do people going to think? Like all the drama, right? In the mind. The mind was doing that. And I was like, but I feel a strong like tug towards here. I'm going to do it. So I went to this um, meeting and the meeting was about intuition. And this is where the person spelled Kalina, which hopefully we can have her on the show. Um, and at one, uh, at one point she had us do this kind of meditation and it was like basically try to talk to your intuition. Like, you know, ask the questions. So I did the meditation and I asked this question How do I know it's you? How do I know that you're speaking to me versus the mind or the ego or the fear or whatever it is? How do I know it's you? And this is the answer that I got back. If it's easy, it's me. And I was like, Ooh, so good. Because the thing is, like, if it's hard, if it feels complicated, the mind, the mind running with the story, the chatter. So a lot of times, like, I will have clients, like, let's say they start finding an opportunity. They're so excited about it, right? And they'll just be like, I just, is something wrong? Am I missing something here? Like, should I be looking at another path? Like, is this, is this right? Like, should I be doing, because it just feels like, and I say, what, what's going on? It just feels too easy and feels too easy. And I'm like, oh, interesting because there's a story running that it has to be hard. It has to be hard for it to be, to be the thing for you. Watch that programming because a lot of us have that. I have that too that I'm working on reprogramming that it has to be hard. What if it was easy? What if our mind just made it up that it had to be hard? You know, like a lot of things, if you coached me, you probably heard me say this to you. Let it be easy. When a client starts stressing about like a strategy or how to reach out to someone or whatever, I'm like, just let it be easy. Truly, like let's pretend you are going to start reaching out to people and you're like, and I'm so overwhelmed with work. I already have all this going on. How am I going to have, how, how am I going to seek out these opportunities? I'm like, well, what if you're sitting in the car and you're going on a trip and you have your phone? You're looking at your phone anyways. What if you just send a message right then? Could it be that easy? Yeah. I mean, could you could you go with the energy like when you're feeling good? Like that's a that's an awesome thing, too, is play off of your energy. If you're like high vibing, and you're feeling good, doing the scary stuff is so much easier. Think about it. If you ever had had to make like a difficult like phone call or you're nervous about something, when you sit there and you think about it, you get in the head and the mind takes over and the chatter happens there in the mind, you know what I mean? It's like it's so scary to do that, scary, like that, have that phone call or do that thing. But let's say you're watching funny videos or you're with friends and you're laughing and you're, and you're like feeling good and you pick up the phone right then or you have that hard conversation Then it's very different energy that's happening there. I was listening to something the other day and we have to like, there's so many podcast ideas. I'm like, I can't wait to share all this stuff with you guys. I'm such a nerd. So I was listening to something the other day. It was talking about how when you get into a flow state, you're five times more productive, five times more productive. Dang. Like, what if we could get into that state more? How much like all of us try and be more productive? Like, what if we just focused more on our energy? How much more amazing things could we create if we gave the focus there versus always trying like you're already feeling down you're already you know feeling overwhelmed and trying to force stuff make things happen from that energetic place because the mind is taking over whereas the intuition at least that's what my intuition told me if it's easy it's me if it starts to feel hard and really complicated it's a story that the mind is making up that means that means we have to quiet the noise and go inward and listen, listen and see what comes up for you. I was going to watch the other day, haven't done it yet, but I I was going to watch this video about journaling and it was like going into the science about journaling and all the things. Um, but basically it was talking about this entrepreneur that equated to his multi gazillionaire life, <laughs> whatever it was, to journaling. And I was like, yeah, to listening to your intuition. But that's an avenue of like journaling, kind of like morning pages. We've talked about that. Julia Cameron's work, like the stream of consciousness, right? Giving your like spending time prioritizing listening to your intuition. How often do you do that for reals? You know, what if you did it more? What would happen for you? Okay, so that brings me to a story that I was just geeking out about is about Sarah Blakely. Y'all know who she is, the person who created Spanx, right? So you know she sold her company um, to, I forget what she sold, to Blackstone or something like that, I don't know. But it was like $1.2 billion she sold it for, right? To become a billionaire, right? So I was reading this um, interview about her and they were talking about how she held on to the business and she didn't sell it for so long. And what made her like decide to hold it on for that long and then sell it at this like peak time when she did leading to the billions that she was getting. And she was talking all about her intuition. She said how she makes decisions from her intuition. Right. Because nobody could have known that would have been the best time. But intuitively she knew. And she said just I've always been listening to that voice. Then something was interesting. I dug deeper into the article and it said, um, I'm just going to read it to you. At the summit, the entrepreneur also recalled a moment when at age 29, she spoke with several men at a cocktail party who had read about her business in a local Atlanta newspaper. And they said, business is war, Sarah. I hope you're ready. But Blakely this is what the article says, wasn't convinced. She said, I went back home to my apartment that night and I just thought, I'm not going to war. I'm going to do this very differently. I'm going to honor a lot of the feminine principles of intuition, empathy, kindness, and just allowing myself to be vulnerable through the process. Now, I'm sharing this story to you because other people told her this. This is how it is. This is how you gotta be, right? That was their truth to them, I guess, you know, their wisdom. But intuitively, she was like, no, I don't need to be that way. And that's the stuff I want you to pay attention to in your life is a lot of times the intuition can go against the normal norms, the things that other people say. But intuitively, you're like, that just doesn't feel right to me. This is what I want to do instead. Right? What would it be like if you truly listened to that? There's so many stories of how people have talked about listening to their intuition. And I'm so amazed at the life that people live when they truly listen. And a great book that just dives into this so well is The Surrender Experiment. Oh, my goodness. If you have not read The Surrender Experiment, dang, does it talk about the mind chatter and what happens when he's like just surrendering and you think about it. If we get a little woo over here, like I do with the energy stuff, you think about it, when you fully surrender, right? there's this inner knowing, there's this trust, this deep trust there. That is the energy you want to be in to have whatever it is you desire. Because if you had the thing you desire, if you turned on that channel, you were there, you wouldn't be worrying about it. You know, we wouldn't be worrying about not having it. So just the fact that we worry about not having it, takes us off the frequency of actually having it. If you just think about how energy works and frequencies, not just weird stuff, like this is legit science. Turn to a different frequency, you get a different radio station. Know what I mean? So a lot of our work, guys, for real, is surrendering, is listening to the intuition. But the rational mind is going to freak out. And other people might think you're a nutcase because it doesn't make sense why you would do X, Y, Z thing to the rational mind. And that's something I've been like learning in my life is just like when I reflect back and the best things that have happened in my life, it had a lot to do with listening to my intuition over my mind. It didn't make sense in those moments. Like I think back to when I met my husband, when I drove out to see my husband for the first time. So I was living in Michigan. He was living, he was, no, he was in dental school in Indianapolis, but he was still, his family lived in Indiana. Anywho, it was like a three hour drive-ish from where I had lived and I had only talked to him online. Um, and I don't know if, I, I don't need to go on our whole life story of how we met, but it's a really fun story. Um, but anywho, so like how we actually got connected. But anyways, um, I remember that, that weekend when he was coming home from dental school. No, he was on a, a mission trip thing in Haiti and he was flying home that weekend and I was coming back from something with the army and it was like the perfect 4th of July weekend. And he was like, hey, where we both had no plans because we were both coming back from something. He was like, do you want to meet me you know, at my parents' house? That's a good middle ground because like location wise versus driving all the way to where he was at at the time. Anywho, um, the rational mind would be like, no, dude, like I ain't going to meet you. I never even seen like I'm going to drive hours away, like to middle of nowhere and meet you. I don't even know if you really exist besides, you know, online, but that could be a scary thing. So the mind can rationalize and be like, and I'm not vote. Let's just be clear. I am voting for people to like drive out middle of nowhere, meet strangers. That's not what I'm talking about here. You gotta still got to like be smarter, you know, get to listen to the intuition. But what I felt what, like was happening to me is my intuition was like, go, go. And I remember calling my best friend on the way to meet Ian for the first time. And she's like, what are you doing, Ange? Like, give me the address. Like, you're just going to meet this dude. I'm like, well, I've been talking to him for a while. Best decision of my life, right? The rational mind didn't make any sense, but I like adore my life with my husband. One of the best decisions, but it was intuitive thing. There's been other times when I remember when I used to teach career classes to the military, huge blessing in my life. It it gave me so much confidence as far as like speaking and coaching and all the things. I remember that ping that I got when it was like the last day to apply for this job and you had to submit a training, like video record yourself teaching. And I was so in my head about it. Like I was like, oh, I don't, like, I don't even know what I would teach. And I just like had so much chatter about it that I was like, yeah, giving me, I was anxious about the whole thing. And I remember, um, but I still couldn't stop thinking about it. So like I went to sleep. I was trying to force myself to go to sleep. It was like the last day. And I just felt this tug that it was like, get up, teach this. Like, and I was like, okay. So I get up and I just listen to it. I taught this thing. I remember my interview went so great. And the person was like, how did you come up with this idea? Like, this is so creative. And I was like, okay, I'll tell you. Like, I literally just got this ping and I listened to it. And that's what happened. So there's so many more stories. Of these things, I bet you can think about them in your own life. But I wanna tell you before we go, five ways that I personally notice my intuition. And maybe this will help you notice yours. But the whole point of this episode is I want you to start noticing it. Notice it first and then listen to it. I want you to distinguish, now that we've been talking about the differences between the mind and the intuition, I want you to be able to notice that, to be able to recognize it. If there's too much chatter happening, If you feel like it's very fear led, there's so much, and you're running down with the uncertainty path, and you're like, oh, you're freaking out. That probably has to do with the mind more. That might mean you need to go inward. Okay. Um, Helena, one of the things that she talked about in her talk. the girl I was telling you about, um, was talking about is like she views like the mind almost like a puppy, like a puppy, like if you've, she envisioned in her mind, um, like a golden retriever puppy, you know, they're so cute, right? So she envisioned that and it's like running around and like it can't sit still and you have to be like, sit, like, you know, you're trying to work on something, you're like, sit, you know, getting it to pay attention and stay, and it's kind of like that. It's like that running around kind of thing. So just, I want you to just to, whatever works for you to notice the differences there. So going back to the things I was going to say, five ways I notice my intuition. This number one, we've talked about this a lot. It's just this deep inner knowing. Something that I have a really just hard time explaining. It's just like, ah, I just felt this tug. I just felt called to. I felt led to. That kind of stuff is how I would describe it. Now. That's usually how it starts for me. And what happens is if I don't listen to that because the mind chatter takes over, other stuff happens. And I'll show you, I'll tell you what those are. Number one is that um, it just like, kind of like what I was alluding to where it's like the intuition, it doesn't really make sense always and it it goes against the norm. So when I don't listen it's just like it feels like the stronger pull to go against the norm. That's what it does for me to go against what's making rational sense. And I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like, ah, I know you're saying this. I know you say this makes sense to you, but I'm feeling this. Like that's how it starts to show up for me. Um, the second thing is like I just really can't stop thinking about it. So I feel this tug there and I just keep feeling like I'm getting pulled there. But then I also start thinking about it so much. It just comes like I'll be like falling asleep thinking about it, waking up, thinking about it. I'm like, why am I even thinking about this thing? So that's like examples of when I don't listen to it, it gets louder. It's almost like starts with a whisper. Then we start knocking. Then we start yelling or whatever. So um, the third thing is I start seeing signs or patterns. So I. Um, Like, an example would be like, I really feel like I'm getting led to speak more, like on stages. I've been seeing visions of this. Like, I don't know if someone would be like, You're a weirdo, like, you're seeing visions of this. I don't know. Maybe somebody would think that, but I feel like I start to see that in my mind. And I think that's true for a lot of my clients when they feel like they're being led down a direction. If I will ask them this, sometimes I say, What do you see yourself doing? Like, in your mind, I'm sure you've envisioned things what have you been seeing yourself doing? And they're like, "Uh, well, I guess I I see myself if I really am like, well, what if money wasn't a thing? Because sometimes I have to take away the stuff that the, the human mind is worrying about. I'm like, what if that wasn't a thing? Now what do you see? What do you see? So I start seeing these visions of me doing something. And I see patterns of it showing up. Like I'll start to get emails about things. I'll Somebody will start talking about it. I'll walk somewhere and I'll see like a sticker or something that reminds me of the thing. It just is like little patterns, repeated things around my surroundings, you know, or somebody will tell me something. Oh, you should do this. You'd be good at this. You know, you start noticing that. That's what I'm talking about. And I, with my clients, I ask them to pay attention to this too. Have people been saying this to you? Or they'll be like, it's interesting. People started saying this to me. I'm like, cool. Keep paying attention to those signs because it sounds like to me like you're being led in that direction. It sounds like your intuition is trying to talk to you. Um, so the last thing I already talked about was the visions, um, glimpses of you doing something. Sometimes other people that are very intuitive, there's just some people that are really plugged in. They may have visions for you. They may say, hey, this might be weird, but I saw you doing this. Is that weird? But I just want to tell you, like, I've had that happen to me. I've had throughout the years of my work, I have had people come up to me and say, it's interesting stories where people would say like, hey, I know this sounds weird, but I feel like I've seen you before on a stage sharing this message. I know so weird, but I just wanted to tell you that. And I feel like that was a way my intuition in a sense was communicating to me, maybe using other people's intuition. I hope that you guys aren't like, what is going on with me? She's going crazy or what? I don't know. But I just feel like I need to tell you these things because I just want to know what's going to happen if you listen to it more. And those synchronicities that you're going to see in your life, like some people might describe it as manifesting if you want to use that word. But the thing is, is like this is truly what I've been learning about this is this is when your inner self aligns with the external world. When you turn the channel on the inside and it plays the music that's from that channel on the outside from your speakers. That's how I see this stuff. And I just wonder, like even in my own business, like what if I empowered more people to listen to that voice? Because it knows so much more than I do. And it's so much better like helping you. But it's like training our brains to listen. That's the work. That's the work that we got to do, especially when there's so much programming around how hard stuff needs to be. You know, I want to go against that, that whole thought. Because what if it doesn't have to be that way? What if it is so much easier than we think? What if life really is about truly enjoying your life, living with more abundance, you know, in your life for real? That's what we're called for, an abundant life. All right. I hope this was helpful. I'm going to go over really quickly and then these summarize this. This is how I notice the intuition, deep inner knowing, paying attention to that voice, right? A lot of times doesn't make rational sense, does not. Might go against the norm. You can't stop thinking about something. You feel like you're drawn to something. You're super curious about it. A lot of times it starts off with curiosity. Oh, that seems interesting. That seems fun. And it feels like you're being led in that direction. You start seeing signs or patterns. Other people start talking to you about it. You might have visions in your mind, like little glimpses. You see yourself doing something. That kind of stuff. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you did. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. Best email right now is my Gmail, anjanbarnard at gmail.com. If you're curious about coaching with me, reach out. Um, If it's not one-on-one coaching, then maybe there's something else I can help you with. I can share another program or something else with you. Like I'm truly here to help. So don't be afraid to reach out. I hope you have the best day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.